Hello and welcome to Inside Music, episode number 179. As always, I'm your host, James Shotwell, and it is great to be with you again. My guest this episode is none other than the rock band, the aliens, the iconic Guar. Yes, if you're unfamiliar with Guar, I don't even know where to begin. They're aliens from another planet who are here on Earth to kill people and make music and uh, do a whole bunch of other things that we're going to get into in this conversation. But before we go anywhere, before we get to how you've been doing, how I've been doing, I want to tell you right up front that this episode of Inside Music is a little bit different than everyone we've done before, primarily because it is far more explicit. If you are a young person at home listening to this with your family, now would be a good time to turn off the show because it's going to cause some strange conversations. And if you're somebody who's very sensitive about things like sex, drugs, prostitution, violence, Donald Trump, politics, and uh, pretty much anything that you think you probably shouldn't talk about with other people, then this might not be the episode of Inside Music for you. And I'm completely okay with you not listening to the whole thing. I mean, I understand that not everybody is into the same things that the guys in Guar are into. And when I say guys, I mean aliens, of course, because they're not human beings and they don't live by the same moral code that the rest of us do. So know before you hit play on this, before we go any further, that this is an obscene episode of the show. And I don't even want to know how much you should take it seriously because Guar lives in this weird gray area where... They are talented musicians who write catchy songs, and they've been doing so for decades, and people come out to their show because it's a one-of-a-kind performance that involves blood splatter and storytelling and performance art, and it is it is something that everyone should see at least once. But if you're somebody who is very sensitive to any of the things I just mentioned, go ahead and sit this one out. There are 178 other episodes of the show. There will be, hopefully, at least 178 in the future. If you miss this one, it's not you know a narrative where you're going to miss some story. So if you are sensitive at all to any of those subjects, please just go ahead and skip over this. If you're still here, let's go on. I sat down with the guys in Guar a couple weeks ago when they were here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, on their current headlining tour, the Use Your Collusion Tour, and we discussed life on the road for Guar in the year 2019. The band had just come off a performance at Riot Fest, which is kind of where things begin, and then we talk about the bands that are on the tour. We talk about keeping the set fresh. We talk about what they do before and after the gig. We talk about destroying green rooms. We talk about we talk about a lot of things that I really hope my mom never has to hear me discuss with another person. But here we are. It's recorded, and it is my job as the host of this show to share with you what's happened. So after a lot of debate about sitting on this conversation or not, I just decided to share it with you because it is it is unique. It is a one-of-a-kind episode like nothing we've done before and probably will never do again because there is only one Guar, and we are fortunate enough to live at a time when they are here visiting our planet. So this is my conversation with Guar. But before we get there, we do need to go over the basics. This episode of Inside Music and all episodes of Inside Music are brought to you by Holix, the music industry standard for digital promotion. Now, what that means is that Holix works with record labels, artists, publicists, managers, and all sorts of other industry professionals to share new and unreleased music. And the artists that work with Holix are numerous. You have Guar, you have Blink-182, Fallout Boy, Green Day, Weezer, Tool, Niall Horan, A Perfect Circle, Slipknot, Killswitch Engage, the list goes on and on and on, Bruce Springsteen, 
uses Holix to promote his music. And if it's good enough for the boss, it's good enough for you. So head over to Holix today and get your free trial. You go to www.holix.com. That's H-A-U-L-I-X.com. I also want to encourage you to head over to our YouTube channel. It's called Music Biz, Music B-I-Z, and we post three to five videos every single week detailing a wide range of industry topics. We would love for you to join us. We're about to cross the 300 subscriber threshold, and you could be that person. You could take us across the 300 mark. So please head over to YouTube and search Inside Music Podcast or Music Biz or Music Biz 101, any of those things, and you will find our videos, and you'll see me in the flesh telling you about the music industry. So head over there and check that out. And finally, if you live in North America or in Europe, Guar is probably coming to a town near you, and you really, really should see them live at least once. Again, if you're somebody who is uh, sensitive to pretty much anything that could be found as offensive, it's probably not for you. But for everyone else, for those that like the lewd and crude stuff, Guar is a show you cannot miss. And if you haven't seen them in a few years, go because the show is very timely. They talk on things like immigration and legal proceedings, and you know the current presidential situation here in the United States. So. Go and see Guar on tour. But for right now, just sit back, relax, and enjoy a conversation you'll never forget. So you guys are just loading in. Did you drive overnight and wake up here? I always tend to wake up in the city that we're going to perform in. It's kind of like you know the one of the positives of blackout drinking, bench <laughs> drinking. You know, I kind of look at it as more like a time travel thing. You know, you just you black out and you wake up in the future. Perfect, perfect. And you guys have only been on the road for a few days now, so you've only done a little bit of time traveling so far on this tour. Just a little bit, yeah. You know, we've done uh, Norfolk and uh, we just did Riot Fest, which was awesome. Oh, I was you know? going to ask about that. I saw some photos. Did you guys, did you guys perform during the day at Riot Fest? Middle yeah, unfortunately, under the sun, but that's okay. You know, good, hot and sweaty. Yeah. Well, the best part about performing earlier in the day is I get to do my favorite part of Riot Fest, which is miss other bands. So I was, <laughs> I was able to miss. All of them, basically, mm. you know. Fantastic. Yeah. You guys are always a big draw at Riot Fest. I feel like they're, you're one of the bands that people look forward to the most seeing whenever you're there. So middle of the day sets probably to help all those other bands maybe get someone to come out before or after waiting for Guar. I would hope so. And what, what other artist doesn't like to look out into the crowd and see people covered in Guar blood? <laughs> so yeah. they know whose fans they're really watching their show. Right. Well, we're, we're claiming them as our own. Uh you know, Riot Fest has always been good to Guar, man. They've had us back at least for the last, like, eight or nine or ten, thirty years. <laughs> roughly um, thirty years. Roughly thirty years we've been playing Riot Fest. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they've... I don't know why they're so nice to us, because we're so mean and vindictive towards them, as we are to everyone. But, you know, I'd have to say, Guar appreciates it, and uh, we'll keep coming back as long as they'll let us keep... 
a keep riot, fucking up. A riot fest without Guar or Andrew WK is probably not a riot fest at all. And you kind of need at least one of those two acts to cause a riot. Exactly. <laughs> well, other than that, how have the actual venue shows been going for this tour so far? They've been going pretty good. We've been getting plenty of potted meat on this tour and sardines, and, and that's kind of what uh, is listed as payment. Mm. Um, you know, we only play... Like, of course, last night we were playing Sauge Illinois, which is kind of like East St. Louis. And, uh, you know, we find by routing the tours in these really bad neighborhoods, we can get uh, cost-effective illicit <laughs> substances, yes. you know, because I, I, we're not into designer drugs. I like, you know, crack cocaine, and uh, the best place you're going to get that is, you know, in the bad parts of town that smell like burning rubber. Exactly. Sage is definitely one of those towns. You go to the big, you go to the huge big cities. All the drug prices are so much higher. Same drugs. I mean, yeah, you can get delivery in Manhattan, but that's a, that's. A, but I don't want to pay New yes. York street prices. Yeah. When I when I just want Sandusky price drugs. <laughs> Sandusky's a good pull. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> uh, well, I have fan. This is this tour is actually pretty stacked. You guys have a lot of bands on this run. Is that uh, treating you well so far? You guys, do you guys get to pick all the bands that come out with you this time? Always, we always pick all the bands. Sometimes, you know, we we pick terrible acts as spite towards each other. But in this case, uh, we have all great bands on this tour. You know, there's yeah. uh, Against the Grain, up and coming band from Detroit, uh, Toxic Holocaust just joined the tour today. Um, and you know, Sacred Riot gets back together, and they're they're fucking killing it every night, which is great. So I don't feel like kids today appreciate Sacred Riot enough. So I feel like it's uh, you guys are doing doing your Lord's work of bringing them around. Yeah, that's that's right. We're doing the work <laughs> of the Lords and Masters, Guar. You know, it, Sacred Riot is definitely. Um, you know, I would have considered them almost part of that. You know. Not maybe not the big four, but that's the lineage that I consider them quite legendary in that respect. Um, but they're killing it every night. They're shredding it. They sound amazing. Mm. Does Guar think you? Do you guys think you have a responsibility to help uh, help these bands? I know you said sometimes you book the shit bands, but a lot of times a Guar tour always stacked. Is it about raising the bar for yourself, or is it about kind of that? Helping everyone else kind of get the exposure that a Guar show can offer. No, 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 no. This is not about exposure or helping anyone. This is, <laughs> these are completely selfish reasons for stacking the deck. You know, I, my ultimate goal, I mean, really what we're doing is we're taking all these fans from all these uh, opening bands and we're brainwashing them and hurting them, you know, committing acts of violence and sexual violence against them so they will not come back to ever see them again. And that's that's part of Guar's main goal is we want new people to kill because you can't kill the same person twice unless you're the reanimator. Yeah, and like there's only one reanimator, so Right. We haven't mastered that yet. Have you ever considered doing one of these uh trendy things where people don't have openers, they just do like a three hour set with a break in the middle? You know, we have not yet reached that level of pretentiousness <laughs> to where, you know, it's like are you know guar is a machine and we all have big heads but i don't think that this machine of heads would ever do something like you know a night with guar mm. it does sound more pretentious when you add the night with in the front of it i like yeah it. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a little yeah. too much pretentiousness it's awful i mean <laughs> dude who the who the fuck do these bands like there and plus who the fuck wants to sit around and watch three and a half hours 
of the same fucking band. I mean, I think we play an hour and 15 minutes too long. <laughs> I really think it should be five song EP, play it, go in the backstage, get our dick sucked, and go home. That's all you really need. That's all the fans really need. I, I feel like we're giving them much more than they deserve. You know, they're paying 20 bucks for a show, and we're giving them a $22.75 show, mm. and that's, that's ridiculous. It's like a Michael Bay movie. You get way more than you actually need. Yeah, and that's not... We're not into philanthropy. You know, we're into <laughs> full-on rapist <laughs> mode. I don't know. It's been about two years since the last Guar album. Just keeping with tradition, you guys rarely go more than two or three without a new record. Is there a new material in the Guar, Guar universe? Yes, there's always plenty of material in the vault. It's just trying to get everyone out of rehab and into the same room is the most mm. difficult challenge mm. that we face in mm. terms of writing and recording records. Mm. So can fans expect something to maybe be cobbled together in the next year? I would hope so. I would hope so. We've been we spent a lot of last year working on some stuff and uh you know, in between starting and leaving families and uh you know, ruining other people's lives outside of the band, um we should be able to manage enough time to get together next year and put something put something forward. Fantastic. Fantastic. Now you guys are going to Europe after this, correct? Correct. First time in 10 years. First time in 10. Well, I mean We've been over there secretly as spies and stuff, <laughs> you know. First proper run in 10 years, anyways. First time as Guar. As Guar. Now, is there a reason for the distance other than the obvious? Is it, uh, or is Guar banned from the UK or anything along those lines? 10 years to get back there? No, it's just, you know, you know, European. It's, uh, I, you know, I'd have to say there's a, a definitely a disconnect in the comedic aspect. Mm. You know, they think we're. They think we're just silly guys making all this stuff up. They don't understand the true reality that is Guar. You know that mm. we're not we're not Lordy. Lordy's like guys in suits. Yeah. But we're not like that. Mm. This is real. Yeah. <laughs> this is more real than wrestling. More oh, absolutely more real than wrestling. And everyone that's not a fucking idiot knows that wrestling is real. Yeah, a lot of the guys in suits and costumes that come out of the UK do seem to be a little bit more pretentious about their costumes. There's a lot of yeah. uh, smoke and face paint and uh, religiousness to it. I mean, we're, we're just like any other band, you know, like Anthrax or whatever, you know. We get up there in our street clothes. That's this is what that's Guar's like. attire. I'm not getting dressed up to go play a gig. Yeah. You know, I I make sure that I have my armor on because I I'm steps away from battle at any moment in time. Mm. Especially when, you know, not everybody has people try to attack them during their rock and roll concerts like yeah, us. You know, so I I I think we're probably one of the best bands that ever existed because of that. Yeah. Who else can defend themselves? And shed blood and orgasm and have full penetration on stage and never stop the show. All while carrying the weight of all that armor, which is really the impressive part to me. Seems exactly. Happy. You're a smart guy. I don't know if anybody ever told you that. Probably no. You're observant. <laughs> I, uh, it was even hard to get in here this afternoon. I mean, you guys have a full army out there, ready to go. Yeah, I'm not scared. I don't need no fucking security guards. <laughs> no. And, I mean, has anyone ever really tried to test it, though? People try to test it very often. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we've knocked plenty of teeth out with microphone stands and fucking, mm. you know, bloody swords and things like that. You know, we've had a lot of, quote-unquote, 
accidents befall, you know, some concert goers that got a little too comfortable and crossed the barricade, you know. But, yeah, you know, if you want to have a good rock concert, you got to break a few eggs. I want to ask a little bit, how does Guar feel about uh, politics as we're heading into 2020? I know in the years past, some Guar tours have taken some, uh, some brought the world of U.S. politics have come into the Guar shows. Is that happening with this tour, with upcoming tours? Obviously, the name feels like it's being a little political. Well, you know, Guar has always liked to shine a light on things politically. You know, we are not politically motivated. Um, we kind of, uh, we get fucked no matter what. Truth. So, I guess us uh, shining a light on the evils of the world, you know, basically to take some of the attention away from us and all the bad shit that we're doing, you know, because, I mean, guys like, you know, Trump and Guar are not two dissimilar characters, I would have to say. You know, we share a lot of the same wants, needs, and desires, you know, such as, uh, you know, we're, we're into incest. Donald Trump is into incest. True. You know, I'm into uh, taking things from people that need it. Uh, mm. You know, I've, um, you know, Guar doesn't, hasn't actively engaged in separating families, but, you know, I've abandoned plenty of families that I've started. <laughs> so, I mean, basically the same thing. Like I said, we've got a lot in common with, with the Donald, you know, mm. so, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Would he fit in on the home planet of Guar, the Donald? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think he'd be able to survive physically, yeah. but mentally he's got the correct attitude. He's in the right headspace. For he's, in, he's in the right headspace to be just like us, you know. Does, are there any other uh, competitors in the field that uh, you feel like have the Guar's best intentions in mind, maybe on the Democratic side of things so far? Not, a t not, not, a, not up with Guar. Well, we almost did, you know, because you got guys, you know, guys and gals like Hill Dog and all that stuff, you know, they're... Their uh, their ruse is a little bit more behind the curtain, so to speak. You know, they they put on they put on a face, mm. and uh, but behind the scenes, they want the same things. They want greed. They want they want a private island full of children they can have sex with. Um, mm. You know, but that's that's what one thing Americans will never understand is that the political system is there to divide them, while uh, behind that smoke screen, they're all trying to do the same thing. They're trying to. Uh, further the bloodlines of their reptilian ancestry. <laughs> exactly. You know? I mean, these, these people are all descendants of the Anunnaki from planet Nibiru, and, you know, we're, we're going to expose that. Yeah. They're all in bed with the aliens. Someone's got to wake them up. I think War is the only people that can at this point. Yeah, we're just not the favored group of aliens. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, that's rough. Yeah, which is, you know, it, not being a, an American-born citizen, I'm having a lot of trouble running for president, but, you know... I think we'll, we'll get there one day. One day, one day, yeah, may, maybe. So we have a couple hours before showtime. What is the routine from here until you guys go on in about six hours from now? Well, I open up my diary and Perfect. I try and keep track of how many times I've uh, masturbated in each venue, mm. and uh, just mainly, you know, there's a couple of venues I didn't masturbate in, and some of the early days. Uh, but now I, I'm trying, you know, you collect, some people collect stamps. I like to paint the walls, you know, and uh, try to see what kind of discount hookers are available. Obviously. You know, and back in the, you know, in the 90s when things were, uh, you know, things were great. You know, we had different girls suck all our dicks. And now we, we have to have the same person suck all our dicks, you know. But, you know, it's tough economic times. You got to, you got to be thrifty and you got to, 
think forward thinking mm. is the way to go. Now, when you get to one of those venues that maybe you missed early in the early days from, you know, maybe not deciding to masturbate at the time, do you try to make up for lost time? And what about what about one like this under these green rooms? They flipped them in recent years. They completely remodeled them. Do you got to start over? Or does the count just keep growing? Oh, no, no, the count just keeps growing. You know, we I like to do it behind things. You notice how in this dressing room, you know, they've cleverly uh, screwed these paintings to the wall. Uh, yeah. But we can, uh, I've got screwdrivers, and we, I can smear feces behind them. And they'll be looking for that smell for weeks. Mm -hmm. They'll clean underneath the couches. They'll throw them away, never thinking to look behind, you know, the whoever that is poster and no, find the shit that's smeared behind People it. think blood is all you leave behind. They're wrong. No, no, no. Feces leaves a lasting impression. Mm. Wow. So how much longer? This this squad run just started. We're five dates in. How late? How long does it go till? I think you end in Indianapolis. Is that in November? I don't think it ever ends. You're just on the road forever? Just on the road and then forever. And you go to Europe. And we go to... Hopefully you get to come back. Hopefully. I mean, hopefully. you're leaving the U.S. at a time when it might not be easiest for aliens to come back. You know, we're going to we're gonna be forced into deportation. That's how we get back for free. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Make it so that they, they, they don't want you so much that we have to take you back. No. no, no. <laughs> they, they, they just sent us back to another country, and we're their problem now. Great. I, I mean, this could become a world tour with that, with that approach. And just jump around country to country. Yeah, well, we're citizens of the world, you know, yeah. worldly people. Exactly. Well, I, I thank you for finding time in your busy schedule today to, to chat with me about all these things. What do people need to know about Guar heading into 2020? What can we expect? Further world domination? They can expect to be disappointed beyond their wildest dreams. Oh, well. No, they should expect to fucking come see us in concert. Come to the fucking shows, buy the records, steal the records from your parents, steal the records from the stores, you know, drop out of school, listen to Guar, pick up a guitar, and give it to us. I don't know. Do stuff. Oh, one last question. It's fun to do bad things. How does Guar feel about the uh, about ROG, the official Guar cover band? ROG from Schenectady? I... Rog is probably one of the better uh, Guar cover bands, but mm. they all suck equally. Mm. Have you seen them? Did you go to Guar sneak in the back of the show and check those guys out? Well, I've seen. Uh, you know, they're very attractive. They're they're a very attractive group of men. Uh, I'd have to say. You know, well. especially uh, the guy who tries to emulate my guitar playing. He's very sensually sensual looking. Mm. Probably a delicate lover. Who knows what could blossom between the two of you if you ever get to really connect. I don't want to meet people that like me. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, that's a good place to end this. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Pleasure is all yours.